0: welcome to the universe of trusting divinity hosted by yours truly wendy Vondam, aka ms divinity here at trusting divinity we explore how to do life in the messy middle may you put down perfection and be clothed in the grace of christ as you open your heart and mind to a life of possibility one that you love beyond your wildest dreams thanks for joining me for today's episode hey you my brilliant gorgeous talented and fabulous friend thanks for being here for joining along in the grand adventures of trusting divinity thanks for being a soul who seeks further light and knowledge a soul striving to relearn heaven. Thank you for being someone who desires to return to love as you focus your life on the grace of Jesus Christ. Trusting divinity is a sacred and holy space of love and acceptance for whatever your current messy middle is. A place of soul rejuvenation, of basking and resting in Jesus. Today, in the spirit of the Christmas season, I absolutely feel inspired to share with you the greatest gift my Savior has gifted me. And if I'm totally upfront and honest with you, my heart is a little resistant to sharing this Christmas gift all at the same time. I am very aware that I have actually been avoiding this episode the past few days. I can feel my my chest tightening as I lean into the discomfort and fear of my heart's message being totally and completely misunderstood. Barfy, brave, and vulnerable are how I find myself feeling as I say yes to sharing with you what God has been teaching me at depth the past few years. Before we dive into this Christ-centered message this Christmas season, I hope you'll take a few moments with me to simply be still. There is something magical about this time of year. Have you been feeling it in the air? Take another deep breath and simply let your heart be filled with the goodness discovered in this season. Can you see that beneath all the chaos, the hustle and the bustle of the season filled with so much doing, the decorating, the gathering, the gift-giving and receiving, each thing that we do in its own unique way turns our heart to Jesus if we choose. To remembering the story of the babe in Bethlehem, the Christ child who was born to overcome the world. Perhaps you haven't yet felt the magic in the air because you have been overwhelmed with all the expectations that come with this season. Perhaps your family is full of messy relationships and you are a little unsure of what might unfold. Perhaps your heart is broken because this past year has been full of unexpected, shattered dreams and unmet expectations. Maybe this time of year seems to have a way of shining the light on your current messy middle And the pain feels too much to bear. Well, my friend, whether your Christmas season has been magical and filled with love, joy and peace, or you find yourself feeling like the Grinch, wishing the magic of Christmas would simply go away. Please know that you are loved and accepted here. Christ is more than capable of holding space for the entire rainbow of emotions our human experience invites us to embrace. So let's just take another moment to be still and breathe in His grace. Breathe in his ability to allow you to feel whatever feels this season has brought into your world. If there are tears coming up that want to flow as you release and let go, I invite you to let them be here now in this space maybe some anger or resentment has been festering within it's totally okay to push pause and vent to god he loves hearing from you no matter what the magic my friend isn't found in the holiday decor it isn't found in the physical location you find yourself in I believe it is actually discovered in your ability to be loved by his unfailing love. My Christmas wish for each and every child of God, my Christmas wish for you, that you let yourself be loved by the one who made you, that you know you are special, simply because God created you that you begin to realize there is nothing you can do to stop Jesus Christ from loving you that you know his heart is on your side he wants you to succeed I want you to realize that even when you try to run away, he comes running after you. I desire for you to understand that it was his choice to freely give his love. There is nothing you did or that you can do to earn it. I hope that for the rest of this Christmas season and into the new year, you will shift your focus and simply let yourself be held by the one who holds this world. That you will let your soul rejoice as you are embraced in his arms that are always outstretched and open wide. Today I feel inspired to share some really hard moments for my own messy middle of 2022. My intent to share with you what being held by divine love looked like for me this past year in the hopes that you'll see God's love showing up in your own world in intimate and personal ways. Maybe like me, the year 2022 looked different than you thought it would. Maybe God's divine timing didn't play out according to your heart's desires, just like mine. Maybe you had dreams, ideas, and good intentions that seem to still be unfulfilled. Maybe, like me, you are waiting upon the Lord to deliver beyond your wildest dreams, because it's what God does. At least for me, I can look back on my life and see He has done it time and time before. In February of 2022, I literally lived the most magical two weeks of my life I had yet to experience. Jesus invited me to the sky, literally inviting me to fly for a few minutes. I spent two weeks being held by divine love. Literally, there was a physical explosion of God's love bursting from every crevice of this beautiful place as the world around me went full out, decorating the town in celebration of the holiday of love. Yes, divine timing placed me in Puerto Vallarta for Valentine's Day. During my time there, I knew with every cell of my being that God's love, the fruit of the tree of life that Lehi saw in vision is truly the most delicious fruit I had ever tasted. Well, what I thought would happen after returning home from Puerto Vallarta and what actually happened in my year are two very different things. If you recall, the Trusting Divinity podcast was released to the world shortly after returning home from that experience. My very first episode was a journey of facing fear head on and recognizing it for its lies. I talked about how publishing this podcast and sharing my heart with the world actually felt scarier than taking the leap out of an airplane 10,000 feet up in the air. And after letting go of fear, I was on my way to moving forward toward my dreams of helping others to discover divinity that lives within each human heart. I was still having magical experiences back at home, even though I wasn't yet sure how the two worlds were going to collide. I was watching synchronicity continue to show up for me in unexpected ways. I was meeting the right people at the right time and place, not of my own doing, but God orchestrating beautifully. One day I even followed my heart's desires for an acai bowl which led to a magical interaction at a juice shop where we were filled by conversations about the goodness of God. And then one day I found myself lying on a gym floor after a yoga experience being led through a meditation. I heard in my mind and in my heart, a whisper that came straight from the spirit. But as it came, I wasn't sure that I could follow through on what I was being asked to do. I remember thinking, please, anything but that. I also knew with all my heart, I wanted to be a woman who follows spiritual promptings. I wanted to act quickly upon this very clear revelation. And I also knew that this whisper would open the door to unraveling another layer of the onion in a specific relationship that has been so hard in my life. Well, that day, my spirit and highest self won out. Upon arriving home, I found myself drafting an email with an invitation that would invite this person into my world at a whole new level. To my surprise, this person actually said yes to my invitation and we embarked on a three and a half day weekend retreat. My heart hoped this weekend would bring us closer together. And the truth is, my inner child heart sank as it felt like the exact opposite was was happening. It seemed from my perspective, this relationship actually took steps backward conversations that had felt easy turned into silence and doors I had hoped were opening in this specific relationship felt as though they had been slammed shut. I felt myself retreating big time. I was running back into old patterns and habits that had once kept me safe. I was binging television shows like I hadn't done in years. Cookie Dough quickly became an escape from having to feel the feels. I simply didn't know how to be present with this level of my inner child's broken heart. In years past, I had done so much inner world work regarding this specific relationship, so I was certainly not expecting this interaction to hurt so much. Very unexpectedly, I found that I didn't have the capacity to show up for anyone but myself. I found that within, I still had a wounded child who needed my patience and willingness to be long-suffering. She needed me to sit with her, to listen, and to hear the hurts of her heart. And so, just as quickly as I had started my podcast, I found myself incapable of and with no desire whatsoever to share the expansive message of love. It's likely that you recall between May and September of this year, there were no new episodes published. Even though we were only three episodes into the magical mantra of accepting grace, I found myself needing to meet myself where I was. If you know me at all, you know that being honest about where I'm at and what I am feeling is both a blessing and a curse for me. I'm not so great at faking it until you make it, and so I chose to take a few months to meet myself right where I was, just like Jesus does. I allowed myself to retreat to process the grief and sadness weighing on my heart in my own time and in my own way i allowed myself even more time and space to heal even though it wasn't what i hoped the timing of things would look like i chose to be proud of myself for doing the harder right for following that prompting even though there was a part of me that really didn't want to I think the reason that I feel called to share this part of my journey with you is because I used to be terrified of the process, the one that teaches us and blesses us so much along the way to our desired outcomes. I used to be afraid of disappointing God if I couldn't pull myself together to fulfill my divine mission. I used to beat myself up and feel like I would never be good enough to start a movement to invite others to trust divinity, especially when it gets messy and looks totally different than we expect it to. I used to be terrified that somehow I simply wouldn't be good enough for God. Perfectionism had in a way become the God of my life, the God of my world. And instead of allowing Christ and his strength to be made manifest in my weakness. I didn't used to know how to lean in and trust that Christ could and would hold things together while I took the time to mend my broken heart. But this summer was different. I didn't find myself being harsh, judgmental, or impatient with myself. I simply knew that this layer of the onion needed to unravel in order for me to move forward. I found myself being kind and compassionate with my inner child. I took time to give myself the understanding that I was so desperately seeking. I knew that this hard thing I was called to face head on was yet again divine orchestration all for my good. I will never forget a conversation that I had with a mentor that has turned into the greatest gift I have yet to receive from my Savior, Jesus Christ. It is a conversation that has made all the difference and that has caused me to wrestle with the Lord to understand the depths of love offered to us in his great sacrifice, his infinite atonement. That day she posed a question that both resonated deeply in my soul and blew my mind all at the same time. My initial response was to reject what she had offered. Certainly my entire life, I had been taught that you could certainly do this life wrong. So when she asked me to consider the possibility that maybe, just maybe, you can't actually do this life wrong, I had to really ponder upon that thought. I understand totally and completely anyone's hesitation and reservation to adopt this thought or belief. It has taken much wrestling with the Lord to adopt this belief in my own world. And after an intense study of the atonement of Jesus Christ, I do believe with my whole heart it is truth. If by chance there is one way to do life wrong, I see that the only one way to get it wrong is to never in your eternal progression accept the grace of Jesus Christ. Some of the greatest scripture heroes of all time, Alma the Younger, Saul, the prodigal son, were doing life very wrong when it comes to letter of the law. But eventually, they find their way to Christ and they become new creatures in Him. Do I think that they would go back and change their experiences so that they could do it all right? I don't think so. I think we each came here to learn and grow by experience. And that means we will do a lot of this life wrong. We will make mistakes over and over again. I don't think this means, and I hope that you will hear, I am not suggesting that you should head out and discover all the ways you can sin. I'm not suggesting a lifestyle of eat, drink, and be merry, and just do whatever you want without intention and thought. And I do believe with my whole heart that all of our experiences work together for our good. I also know it's not my place to judge another who may appear to be participating in the eat, drink, and be merry lifestyle. Another specific example that comes to my mind are the effects of pornography and other sexual sins. Many believe that pornography, affairs, premarital sex are for sure ways of doing life wrong. But I believe that through the journey of overcoming these sins, These individuals come to know Jesus Christ in ways they would not have otherwise. And this is what eternal life is actually all about. Coming to know God. To be loved. Through these experiences, these individuals learn at depth how to truly accept his grace And just like our scripture heroes, at some point in their journey are led to have a mighty change of heart and become new creatures. Another truth that I am learning, humans are way more good than we give credit for. And deep in each individual's core, although sometimes buried by a lot of pain, hurt, and misperception, we are all love. Overall, I think that people interacting in this world are doing so with good intent. We have good hearts. My friend, you certainly don't have to adopt my beliefs about any of this, but I will never forget that day my mentor invited me into that belief of not being able to do this life wrong. It was one that stretched my soul and led me to a lot of searching. I devoured the infinite atonement and spent many hours each day feasting to know and understand Jesus Christ and his atonement. What I personally have come to discover in all of my searching is that Jesus Christ is God's plan. He is not some backup plan. He is the one and only plan, and my job in this adventure is to learn to accept his grace first for myself, and then to extend it to all of my brothers and sisters. How might your life change if you were to adopt this belief? Would it be easier to love your people who are making plenty of human mistakes Would it be easier to love yourself? Might you be more able to enjoy the journey and be receptive to God's love all along the way? I hope that as you consider stepping into trusting that everything, especially your messy middle, that looks different than what you hoped for is exactly as it should be will help you to breathe more easily. That it will strengthen your relationship with God, who is a good, good father. And and that like it has for me, it will change you. I hope this Christmas season, you will consider accepting his gift. I hope that you'll ponder upon and consider adopting this idea that maybe just maybe because of him, you and all your people that you love and adore can't actually do this life wrong. He has overcome the world, and in doing so, he has created peace and rest available to each of us even here and now. Merry Christmas, my friend from the sandy beaches of Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Sending all my love, Ms. Divinity. I have a quick ask before you go. Will you please help me share, share, share the grand adventures of trusting divinity? If you have had a friend, a family member, or a neighbor come to mind as you have listened to today's episode, please pass it along. Maybe, just maybe, they too could benefit as each of us during this season seek to receive his greatest gifts. I am hopeful that their heart might be comforted as they explore the possibility that because of him, you simply can't do this life wrong. And even more, I would love to connect with and hear from you what stood out to you in today's episode? What was your biggest aha and takeaway? Feel free to send an email to Wendy with a Y at trustingdivinity.com, or find me in the world of social media, hashtag or handle at trusting divinity and share with me your insights, which piece of today's episode touched your heart in a profound way. I would be honored to hold space for your dreams and hear about how you will personalize and put into practice this new seed of belief. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join me next week as we wrap up the year 2022. Special guest Adam Miller and I finish up our discussion on original grace. Don't be surprised if it just happens to turn your world right side up. A final reminder that more details will be coming soon on how to join the trusting divinity community that is kicking off in February, 2023. If you have been wondering what gift you would like to receive this Christmas season, I would like to propose that this may be the perfect fit. The invitation, 12 months of accepting grace, 12 months of giving yourself room to feel the feels, meeting yourself where you are in the messy middle with love and acceptance. 12 months of basking and resting in Jesus. 12 months of line upon line, grace upon grace, moving the knowledge of these intentions in the mantra from your head down into your heart. 12 months of taking time to simply be the majestic creation God already intended you to be. 12 months of connection and community, both with heaven and with incredible like-minded souls here on earth, reminding you, you are never alone. 12 months, my friend, of joy, peace, and trust. Hey there. Thanks for listening. If you have already accepted my invitation and are claiming me as your friend, I want to thank you in advance for posting a raving review on your favorite podcast platform. If by chance you are still a little unsure about this blossoming friendship, I invite you to simply stick around and keep listening.